0: Business
1: Podcast. Proximity is power. Registration for our executive boardroom is still open. To learn more, click the link in the description of this episode. Okay, welcome to the Game of Business Podcast. I am JP Paul. I am the founder of and CEO of Archon Management Services and the host of the Game of Business podcast. And today I am joined by Roya Mattis. I've known Roya for a long time, seven years or so. Uh, We were both uh, platinum partners and uh, studying business together back in the day um, when we met. But Roya has an extensive business background, beginning in her early 20s as a hotel manager for a, a large hotel chain where she ran the number one, hotel for the whole chain of like 2000 or more. Then she, she developed herself, her career and became a national sales director. And she currently still is for Mary Kay. And for those of you who've ever known anybody inside of Mary Kay, Roy, I always thought that was make-believe until I met you. actually And then for the last 20 years, Roy has been coaching primarily women, but transitioning to to men as well. And, and your coaching style is more intuitive and somatic based where you're working on body, mind, and the nervous system, and even the soul. We've done some soul work as yes. well. And what, what um, the tagline is, that I walk away f- with with you is that you look to end the silent suffering of your clients. Mm. Mm. So did yeah. I do a good job introducing you?
0: You were amazing. You did a better job introducing me than me introducing me. So, <laughs> well, well, thanks for coming. Thank you for that. Yeah, thanks for showing up. Well, thank here. you for having me. So,
1: I love what you're doing here. Well, thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. Tell me about yeah. silent suffering. Who's 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 out there that's suffering silently, and why would they be doing <gasps> such a thing?
0: Let me give you an example or two. Have you ever laid directly next to a partner and felt completely alone? That's silent suffering. Have you ever felt like you're on a career path that you should be on? And to leave it would be a big risk financially, or maybe in your identity, or maybe the expectations of people around you. Yet your soul is stirring that you're over it and you feel stuck and silent because there's a lot of there's a lot laying on that decision for you. That's another example of silently suffering. You could be silently suffering in many spaces in our lives. It's whatever you're not able to fully articulate or you don't feel fully safe to articulate because you judge yourself even for thinking it.
1: Okay. And so so right off the bat, it's like, how are people going to know to come to you to end the mm. silent suffering. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying because I've had it before, mm. but I didn't really know that I was silently suffering and, and whatnot. Oh. How do I know that I'm a silent sufferer? Gosh.
0: So there's a couple of things. As far as silent suffering, it's this feeling of spinning and spinning on the same thought to the point where it can almost become obsessive or it becomes intrusive enough in y- your, you can feel inside your body when there's a tear in the fabric of who you are, who you're feeling like you might be and, 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 a, and a difference in the authentic way that you're sh- in, the, in the way you're showing up and feeling a little bit inauthentic about it or confused about it. And it doesn't mean that who you were before and what was right for you before was was wrong. It just means that we do get to evolve. And if we're not evolving, we're actually not living, right? And so, so many of us don't give ourselves permission for the evolution because what happens, there's flack, there's flack that comes back like, who are, what's going on? I don't recognize you. Are you going through some kind of midlife crisis? Well, yep, I probably am. Am I going, I remember having a quarter of a century crisis at 25 years old. Like I thought the whole world was coming down because I was further along at 24 than 25. And I was suffering because of the expectations I had for my life were not matching where I actually was. So if you feel like you don't have a safe place to articulate it, You don't know really what's going on inside of you and if it's okay or not, or you want to make that shift and you're not sure how to begin that process, I come in for some of those things. Also, one of the things that I'm known for is people that have been going to, you're spinning, you're just spinning, you're spinning on the same things, you're bucking against yourself on the same thing. Maybe it's in business, you're plateauing at a certain income level. You're not getting to the goals that you want to or you're in relationship issues and you just keep hitting those similar issues over and over again. And whether it's with the same partner that you've been with for years and years and you're not fully robustly in in peace and joy in your heart, like you know you should be, but you don't know why you're not, or you keep going through different relationships and the same things keep coming up. When you're spinning on the same kind of thing, your body, you just can't get through to a certain way. You've done everything, but there's still weight hanging on. Well, believe it or not, these kind of things are in the subconscious. And there are different types of modalities in therapy, but the most popular is cognitive behavioral, behavioral therapy, which is called CBT. This is when you go in you talk to somebody. You talk out your feelings. There are some amazing things about CBT, it's important to do to kind of be able to dialogue and articulate and clarify what it is that's going on inside of you. However, JP, here's the challenge. CBT works from the top down. It works from the head. Change your mind, change your life. We can do that when it is to a certain extent, but when it's ingrained into what mostly operates us, which is the 95% on average. So on, uh, uh, approximately 5% is in your conscious and 95% of the things that you do are in your subconscious. That's when CBT does not come in to, to effectively help you. This is why people that have been going to say to therapy for 20, and 30 years come to me because we get them through it in a very short amount of time. Why? Because this 95%, let's call it the the know and the don't know, the 5% you know and the 95% you don't know, you need a practitioner to shine a flashlight on it for you and to also help you reframe it so that it becomes an empowering leverage to where you are. Now, this is the weird part. This is why I get a little bit, this is where my difference is. When I say that I work with the mind, I work with the body, the body keeps score of everything. It's locked in there. Even the fat pockets that you can't get rid of, well, that's a cute little storage a lot of times for your emotional stuffing that you didn't deal with because fat keeps it safe, okay? So now we have the mind, we have the body. What What is under understood is the energy in the soul that plays a part in it. And here's and the DNA. So I didn't know any of this stuff, JP, until I started to really work deeply with my clients, and I'm starting to. It's coming to me, um, through through channeling, honestly, and I'm just standing in witness and in awe as being the conduit for it to happen.
1: Let right me um, stop you right there. Let me stop right there because we're a business podcast, and people are going to go, "Oh, she's channeling. She's channeling. She's a witch or something." And I want everybody to know. <laughs> so. this is going to be a quick break. If you haven't uh, reached out to sign up for an executive boardroom at some point, Roy is a member of one of my executive boardrooms and she's actually shifted the way I'm going to be doing business inside them coming up Mm. soon. And that's because at the last event we had, we had a bunch of folks, uh, we went out to dinner and then a bunch of folks came back to my house afterwards. And we did this spiritual thing. And it was it was phenomenal watching the shifts that happened well we did one with me and then one with uh a couple others a couple a couple couple Mm -hmm. there it was the
0: first time i did a couple at the same time and to watch
1: the transformations that were made inside of that space Mm -hmm. got me really opening my mind and realizing hey not only do i teach the eight fundamental building blocks as i see it inside of business i look at five areas of my life fitness faith family finance and fun so we're here talking about. Uh, finance and business all the time let's talk about some of these other areas and that just opened my mind to the spirituality so when she's she's talking about this stuff that sometimes i teasingly call her her witchy work uh, i've seen it happen firsthand with me and with others so i'm asking for everybody there mm-hmm. keep keep your mind open on this because and i think yeah. most of the people that are entrepreneurs most entrepreneurial people that i do meet with are definitely open to this because We got, we're, we all got a a screw loose somewhere, deciding to work for ourselves anyway. (laughs) 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 Takes a little crazy. Exactly. So go ahead and tell us a little bit more about this soul work.
0: Yeah. So, so, so some of the challenges that you're facing are actually genetically and energetically passed to you. And, um, when, I use the intuitive portion, I I get permission to go into your energy space, your body shows me its memories, and some people are like, I'm scared, sometimes I don't want to know these things, here's the cool thing about it, your body's only going to show what it's ready to deal with. Um, So our archaic brain is made to keep us from death and from pain. And the interpretations also that you had when you were a child were from a childlike view, so if if we can allow them to come back and we have an opportunity to reframe them, Well, your body's only going to show what it knows the practitioner and you can do together to heal. So that's the cool thing about working with with you leading the way, even though it's me going in to allow you to lead the way. Uh, I didn't always have this. This was just a gift. I went to a deep meditation workshop. I asked to be used for the greater good and the good of all. Now I've always had this like thinner veil, but it was kind of, scary to me, and um, now it's it's just, I'm just being honorable to what God, the universe, what source has asked of me, and um, just allowing it to, to happen. So I want to, before uh, we go any deeper with it, let me back it with a little bit of science. So when we're going into the body, into this source work, and we're healing people, and I'm gonna pause there on it. I'll tell you more about what happens. There is science that backs this this theory up now. So you might have been going to talk therapy. You might have been working on all of your things and doing your affirmations and leveling up in your business and in your body and in and, and studying all the things. I hope a, a lot of entrepreneurs don't in relationship. How do I show up as a better man or a woman in my relationship? You might have been doing all this, but you keep you keep hitting walls and you don't know why. And you might not even aware that they're walls, but they show up because you're still not happy. <laughs> <laughs> in, in the in in the truth of it, and you're still not fully connected. You still don't feel fully seen or heard, or or like in your boardroom, uh, we had a guy who's about to level up big in business, and everyone was saying, "Just do this, man. This is right in front of you." And there was resistance in him, and I was able to go, "Well, the reason there's resistance in you is because your subconscious is out of alignment with your conscious desires, and you're never going to surpass your subconscious identity for very long. Your body, we learned this in Tony, will all always course correct to your subconscious identity. So when you hit the next, when you're ready to hit the next level of income, you better level up your subconscious so that you can continue to grow or you will plateau or even fall. And that's what happened to me. I hit a certain level of income back in 2015 in our Tony Robbins days. And I had not had any debt. I had not in, in in over 10 years, like 15 years, no college debt, no no uh, car debt, no credit card debt, n- nothing. Everything was paid off except our home that happened to be worth more than the loan that we had. So you can see that as an investment, according to Dave, Dave Ramsey, right? So that's an asset. So I know that, And then all of a sudden, I went from $100,000 just in my savings account to draining it. And it wasn't even conscious. It was like, how the heck did that happen? So in this communication, having someone else shine a flashlight, she said to me, I think you're sabotaging yourself. I think that your subconscious identity was at X amount and you're now surpassed it. Well, as an achiever, you're going to have to make space to achieve again. So you unconsciously sabotage not consciously, who would do that on purpose, to have room to go up. So this kind of work for all entrepreneurs and business people is critical, especially if you really want to grow and go somewhere else and stop the yo-yo cycle or stop the exhaustion from trying to push through because when you're doing it that way, it's so much work. When you get into alignment, stuff starts to flow towards you. So they did a study with lab rats, should I take a breath no, here? Do you have any you're, questions?
1: you're great. Keep rolling.
0: So we took a study with lab rats, and they, I'm going to say it's pomegranates, but I believe it was a different exotic fruit. But they took these, this, this, these lab rats, and they, they put pomegranates in the study. And the lab rats, when they would come upon the pomegranate, now this is, sounds terrible, I wouldn't want to be the one doing it, They shock them so badly that they either died or they passed out. Okay. Okay. Over and over again, they get shocked. All right. Generation number one, this happens to. Generation two, three, four, five, six, and seven all react to running from, in hysterical fear, passing out or even dying upon seeing the pomegranate seed, and no one was touched with electricity past generation one. Okay. So what did they discover? The DNA is passed through that lab rat to protect the next generations from death. Archaic brain, death and pain, avoid. Keep the species alive. Now, today, that doesn't make sense. Some of the things we do, we don't need certain things anymore, but our DNA doesn't know the difference. Our subconscious doesn't know the difference. And, and these unconscious passings before we're the age of seven and everything is malleable and ex- ex- absorbed in as if fact without any filter. And then we go into our adult life and we don't even know that we have any patterns. I remember going to our first Tony Robbins stuff. It was I went to, to UPW, Unleash the Power of Thin, sitting there, had bought a ticket for my assistant, never purchased anything of self-improvement outside of the company that I was in, just went to their stuff. And I'm sitting there like, oh, I just bought the ticket for my assistant. So, wow, these people have a lot of stuff. I don't, I don't have any of this stuff. I didn't have, I don't have any of this stuff. And uh, th- that reaction for our listening audience, like, Guess what? You got the skin on your onion. You can't even smell it. You can't tell that it stinks. Every single human being. Why? Here's my belief in doing the deep work now with people over the last several years. Our real work, JP, is soul work. The reason that we came into a human body is to level up our soul. You see, energetically, there's no contrast until we come into a human body. So we come into this human body to learn, to upgrade. Not just to upgrade ourselves, but to upgrade everything that's connected in, I call the oneness. You can call whatever, universal, you know, souls coming together. And so when I look at people now, I see every single person as a seeker. We're all seeking to... Take the next level up in our own journey. But what happens is when we get here, we're incidentally contaminated with all of these old stories in our DNA. And it's also a great leverage for contrast. And if you don't wake up, you will have died without your work done. You might have created a legacy of money. You might have birthed your offspring. But your work is to Upgrade what you were put, what was put into that body that you're bucking against. And that's what you're supposed to leave with in that next energetic space Mm. is that upgrade. And we're just waking up to understanding that really fully. And that's the work I'm committed to, helping you upgrade in your
1: soul work. That's great. And you, in your system, the way you do things is really unique, Roya. Um, I will say Mm -hmm. that when I've done things with her, she's actually walked me through my grandparents' house. That's, <laughs> they haven't lived in there for 25 years. So there's no way, more than that, right? 30 years. So there's no way that Roy would have even known. That's uh, about 25 years. Anyway, um, she would have even known that house. Um, it, it's just really cool. Um, Roy, what kind of.
0: Um... Well, you helped me, JP, because so when I first discovered this gift, I'm like. He's like, let's check and see if it works on on uh, the Zoom call, through yeah. the through Zoom or whatever. FaceTime, I think we FaceTime, yeah. and I'm, he's like, see if you can do your witchy work that way. <laughs> and so you were so instrumental. I'm like, all right, let's try it. And so next thing I know, of course, with your permission, we're in your energy space, and I'm seeing, yeah, your grandfather's house and describing the plaid chair and yeah. all the details, and and I'm just like, kind of, how does it work? I have no freaking idea. Right.
1: So I'm just going to tell you, for, for, for those entrepreneurs that are, are wanting to check in on your spiritual side, and a lot of the folks out there, this is going to go to the Platt page too, Roya. So a lot of the, the Tony Robbins Platt's, I know I know there's some of you out there that are into ayahuasca and things of this nature. Um, this is also just another portal into that because you can see things and understand things Um at, at that soul level that you can't connect with. And, and I was like you, Roy, when I went to my first, my first event was a business mastery event and I didn't go to a UPW mm-hmm. until I'd had two more plat only events under my belt. Wow. And I finally went to this plat event. I'm on top of the world and they do the Dickens principle. And I'm just like, Oh, good Lord. Got, yep. That'll get, you. I got nothing. I got nothing oh, really? and I sat there and listening, that my first listening one, so that got to me. all the horror that was going on inside of that. Now, oh, if you've wow. never been to one of these before, I will tell you to be somebody who doesn't think he's got any kind of baggage or pain and then – so you're not really focused on yourself. You're just listening to the audience. It is, it is one of the most horrific things you'll ever experience. Cause you're not, you know, everybody that's experiencing it's in their own horrors. I'm listening to yes. thousands of people in their own wow. horror and, um, wow. and it, I don't, it's interesting. Wow. What would you say? Because I, you know, I, I know that there's things now that I have, and we've talked about some things, but what do you run up against people like myself that have a block and just say, Hey, everything's been dandy and good. hundred percent. Oh, and, wh- and what is the mechanism behind that, 100%. that created that? Because I still, haven't, I, still haven't dug enough, to... I still haven't dug up like major trauma from my childhood or anything. But why is it that there's some people, here's something. Somebody was telling me that um, our, our mind is always designed to look for what's wrong. And so a lot of people yeah. have this story in life that um, life is hard, life's difficult, it's screwed up, blah, blah, blah. And I've just always thought of life as a game. And so I just let the bad shit go off of me, like water off a duck's back. I think I was just very fortunate somehow to pick that up when I was a child. That, yeah. that little thing. Or, I love that. Or, and then this is the question. I, I'm going to say, or am I like a lot of people just shutting out some of the bad things? Do I have, like, created well, some kind of mechanism there that...
0: Yeah. And so here, listen. The world is going to wash our brain. That's the truth. Your brain is going to be washed. It's going to be washed on a negative slant because that makes people money. You look at any news program, for example. You know that the, the the bad things get attention. So if you are going to have your brain washed anyway, wash it intentionally. Wash it to the positive. You because why? It's just a gift to you. It's a gift to you. Now what the what the what the differentiator is though, is we can see something from rose-colored glasses and get so conditioned to do that that we don't even notice that we are hitting things until it becomes so apparent that it takes our life down in mega ways. So I'll give you my own example. I'm in this very seemingly, you know, Everything should be good. I'm now a national sales director. I'm now finally hit the pinnacle place where I'm, you know, in the museum and it's a coveted position and out of 600, 800,000 independents, there's only like 220 of us. Um, And I have this long-term marriage with a man that was very much in love with me. And I've got the two kids, the boy and the girl, and I have the little dog and I have the 7,500 square foot house. And I would literally, um, think to myself, what is wrong with me? Why isn't this enough? And you can make all of the reasons like I'm an achiever. So I want to have more. Well, that is just a story you put on top of, it's like a band-aid you put on top of the wound. And The number one person to point the finger to, the only person that's going to be with you wherever you go, no matter where you go, is this one, yourself. And the gift is that I had the opportunity to point the finger to myself. I didn't even know. Because when you have that positive slant and you have this just push-through mentality, I didn't know cognitively that I was actually making myself ill until I had a coach again sl- shine the flashlight. She's like, Roya, you are, I think you're making yourself sick. I mean, I was getting sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker. And um, I would end up like unable to push through anymore. And I'm in the bed for a day, two days, three days. And no one could really figure out what was wrong with me or wh- why, why that's happening. And come to find out I didn't know cognitively that, okay, uh, I'm a natural introvert. So this is one of the reasons that I was getting sicker and sicker, but I also was emotionally stuffing some feelings that from my, from my, from my whole life, uh, how it was structured at that time that wasn't fitting the evolution of me and honoring that thinking this is my path. Right. And so, um, Part of it is I'm a natural introvert. Well, I grew up with a mother and a father who are not, and so when I was a kid, if you were going to go by yourself to the room away from the family, like what's wrong with you, Roya? Where are you going? Well, you have to be with the family, and so there was never permission to go isolate. So I was conditioned to have to be there. Well, my mom never needed a break. She liked to be. She had four children under the age of five. She liked to be with us anytime we would all be around. So now here I am, this natural introvert, before I could push, push, push really hard and I could work 14, 16, 18 hour days, I just loved it so much and then after about two weeks I would crash for a day or two in silence, pre-kids. Now I have kids, there's no crashing like that, right? There's no like, tag out, I'm done, now i got these little kids and and so well, I love them so much, I didn't, I didn't know that that was my like introverted coping medic mechanism and so I'd I didn't ever give myself permission to tag out because I was never modeled tagging out, something as little as that. And for her to go, we need to set a structure for you to tag out because you get sick, that's the only time you can say, I'm sick, I can't do it. I need to go lay down and be by myself. Well, the unfortunate thing is then you get sicker because that normal sick is not sick anymore. That's your normal. Then you got to get sicker and sicker and sicker until you're like so freaking sick, you freaking killed yourself, right? So, so these micro-awarenesses are everything, are, are everything. So who? when people be like, figure out who you are, I'm like, what the heck? I'm with me all the time. How do I not know who the frick I
1: am? So how do you find out? You have to
0: get into the ring and allow yourself to level up with a practitioner that knows what they're doing. And unfortunately, it can be a challenge to find the practitioners that know what they're doing. One of the types of practitioners, if you had trauma, would be a somatic therapist. That's a part of what I incorporate in what I do, somatic therapy. That's of the body. That's the one for trauma. I um, I like to do all these modalities, so I do the cognitive, the body, the spirit, and the energy because I want to get that powerful space quickly. But um, we also think as achievers, like I don't have time to slow down to do this crap, and you think that your whole life's going to fall apart if you start to do it. But for example, like in the boardroom, when we were talking to one of your board members and. He's his opportunity is to skyrocket quickly, and there was this fear you could smell it. I could smell it in my like, you know, so you he can still go into it with the fear, but the result of his life, the sacrifice he would make, and the potential of then having it all crumble is really legitimate. Is remember that subconscious course correct thing? So, for all of our entrepreneurs and business owners that are listening. This is one of the most important things to add into your, your scope of your agenda. If you look at like a Lewis House, I just watched his post and he talks about that he's always in these kind of this kind of work because the ref, the the reflection that gets to happen along the way you are shedding, you are constantly shedding. Otherwise, you're holding on to more and more of your dead plant. It's like if you think of like. You know the Dickens story, and uh, M- Jacob Marley comes with all his chain links held on. You're just trudging harder, and now what's happening? You're snapping quicker. You're more irritated. You're more agitated. You don't you don't feel settled in your system, and maybe it's turning into disease. It definitely unrequ- uh, uh, unreleased things effectively not released turns into disease or dysfunction a hundred percent. Disease or dysfunction is coming your way. Yeah. So, Absolutely.
1: yeah. Well, Roya, tell us how we can, um, tell us about your program. Tell me a little bit more about that. What's okay. it look like when I'm working um, with you?
0: Okay. Oh, I, uh, you know what, this one story is coming up. May I share yes. this and I'll, I'll tell you about my program? So there was a girl in talk therapy that I met through t- through Tony, actually, and she was in her second season of Platt. So now you know she's invested, you know, after it's all said and done. It's about one twenty for a single person or a little more. And so she's on her, like, $240,000 investment of... Made a lot of money, riddled with social anxiety. just. And um, when she went to the Platt event, to, to all the Tony events, she said to me later, she said, Roya, I would never participate in the group stuff. I always pretended I have a business call or I put my back against the wall because more than two people created a freeze in her system, okay? So we happen to be at this leadership uh function or event with, with Tony, what was it called? Leadership Academy, I think. Where Tony's not there and you learn some of the things. And this is... One of the first times I experienced being really channeled, helping somebody, like really recognizing that I'm being channeled when I'm helping, because I've been coaching for over 20 plus years right. and people would always say like, it looks, I feel like you're like seeing into my soul, but I didn't have some of the tools that, that I gained. And so when we did this modality, she, she came with me and one other girl and she said to me later, it felt like God's hand was pressing her back against pressing against her back toward me. And that's the only reason she came in this little group. Wow. And so you're supposed to ask, oh, what's your, what's your thing? What's, what's going on? She's like, I have really bad social anxiety I want to get rid of. Now, she'd been going to therapy for 33 years. Okay? And I don't know why this came up. Just channel to ask her, what was your earliest childhood memory? And she said, I can't remember before the age of 12. Now, you know that there's deep stuff there. So then I, the response was with all this, she said she felt the energetic like infusion into her, which I was not aware was coming at that time. This was back in 2016. And I said to her, if your soul knew that it was safe to remember, what would your soul allow you to see right now? Remember, you're not going to be shown the things you're not ready for. All of a sudden, JP, I've never seen anything like it. Her eyes are going like this, like flickering. And she said she watched her entire childhood history on a movie reel. She remembered everything. So what gift was that? Now we know the root cause of why she was having this social anxiety. It was a protective mechanism she had to have as a child. Now that we knew that identity and the reason, we were able to rebuild her to a new identity and within 45 minutes, she remembered her entire childhood and she went around that room with 1,500 people high-fiving people. She came to dinner with me that night. There was a big, long table 60 of us having dinner. She challenged herself to drive herself there, which she would not have done before, to come to something with a lot of people. And she went from one end of the table to the other side to meet me. 60 people saying hello along the way. Slept through the night for the first time in her adult life. In one session. This is how effective marrying the mind, the body, and the soul is. Yeah. Like that.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. You know, and we've seen Tony do those kind of transformations too in in a more public format. Yeah. I just keep thinking about all of the talk therapists and all they do is you just talk. It's one of the downsides when I've ever gone to therapy. It's just like, I, they they read their notes for fifteen minutes. I talk for thirty minutes, and then they tell me, okay, here's how we, here's how I'm we getting paid, and we're gonna meet next. It's like. Yeah. We never really get down to the nitty-gritty on anything.
0: Into it. You know? I mean, we have but know, both of us have a lot of respect for people that are therapists and talk therapists. It's a it's a challenging job, and we're doing it from all of our hearts, and it's an important thing. And if you are a therapist listening to this, consider also adding other modalities for your own expansion and for the expansion of your clients. Um But if they're just coming to just some people just need a place to talk. Yeah, that's what they're looking for. They need they need a a friend. Um, So what does it look like in my program? So I have two different programs. So one, I developed a 10 week journey for women. It's specifically for women because I needed it for me. (laughs) So I was in a 22 year marriage. He's a great guy. And we were together 25 years Uh, We're still, we're great friends. I'm so grateful for that. It was a road to get there. I'm not going to pretend that it was roses. Divorce was the hardest thing I've ever done, and I do not advocate it. And I do advocate you finding the best version of yourself. So this course was what I wish I had when I sunk my teeth into now almost $200,000 of investments and almost 900 hours of work. And so I'm giving this roadmap for the women that are laying next to a partner, feeling alone, or the women that are snapping when they don't want to, they aren't finding the peace, they're feeling guilty as mothers, they are seeking a partner and they don't feel like there's any man that's strong enough to hold them or there's no good guys out there or they're just kind of going through the motion in their relationship. So there's a three-part wheel, it's physical body. So we up your physical energy so that you can access the level of energy to make a change. Okay, so first things we work to change your physical body energy, up it. Everyone can use more energy. And, And that beginning of those first four weeks, we're starting to rewire the subconscious into alignment with the conscious desire. So we're not just working on information, We're working on their subconscious rewiring. The second phase is femininity. See, because I work with mostly high-achieving, these are high-achieving women, and we are running in our masculine energy. That is essential to win in business, to grab that masculine energy, but it's not the only energy. We have been build a book of goods. Men have feminine, women have feminine, women are just more feminine at core, most of them. Now, it took me a full year to realize I was feminine at core. So for those women that are listening, they're like, I'm masculine at core. I was too. Not. But I was. I thought I was. Really, really hard. <laughs> really, I'm ne- really I'm hard. I never
1: confused that one with you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you met me. Well, yeah, you met me in my process of figuring it out, but I refuse. I remember sitting at the UPW thing and Tony was like, all oh, the feminine at core, please stand up and I'm like sitting in my blinged out heels and my schmancy <laughs> blinged out t-shirt. The men are tapping me on my shoulder. I'm like, nope, I am masculine at core. I'm literally watching the girls dance and, and maybe Isn't some men too. Well, and I'm- a
1: lot of women look at feminine women as weaker. The, the 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 that's what I've noticed the the women that there's two courses maybe I'm I, maybe this is just a story that I'm telling myself too rare. when I see a successful woman in inside the business world it's in her masculine she looks down on the yeah. feminine woman as being weak yeah hundred uh, percent or yeah the other ones Flying. other ones see that and they they long for it because they yeah. gave her up a long time ago
0: yeah yeah can go. Either direction, and we, um, this is ultimately the work that I, that I'd like to do in the long run is help to, we had the suppression of women in the United States, then we swung the pendulum really hard to independence, but then anything in excess is too much, so we've continued to go in this era of independence, and it is become the demise of our joy. And so we've got to go back into the center, and there's all this subconscious brainwashing that we're not even aware of, which is what my course kind of allows you to to inspect for yourself. Like, let me just look at it and decide for myself. No one's telling you how to behave, because guess what? Femininity comes in a lot of different ways. We've been told to be feminine. You do your hair, you wear makeup, heels, nails. That's just superficial stuff. You can be highly feminine women, barefoot plaid man shirts and you're and, and but you're embodied in your femininity, right. digging in the dirt right and so um What is true authentic femininity and why is it important? So that's the second part of the course we go through. What is the gift of femininity? How are you going to flow more in your life? How are you going to access more freedom in the work that you're doing and have even more abundance because feminine is of creation and birth. And so when you're coming up with creative ideas, you're actually in a lot of feminine energy in that way. So we have to get the juice back in our lives. It's like a river. We have the bank is the masculine energy and the water is the feminine. If you're trying to go through the structure that you created of your goals with just the bank alone, it's a lot harder walk than getting in and flowing, floating down the, in the water and the river. So I Increase the the intuition in the second part. So we look at femininity. We increase f- intuition. We find the gifts of femininity. We give her a seat at the table again, so that you can access your masculine and then switch to your feminine. And you can go back and forth wherever you need her. You can call her. We give you tools of how to call her. And then the third piece is relationships. How did it contribute? to the things that I'm most suffering from or or disgusted by or frustrated by. Where am I contributing to that? Taking this radical accountability for where I am because if it doesn't work where I am with this person, I can't take the same version of me somewhere else and think that was the only issue. I need to know, is there something that's attracting that into my life? And even boldly, it's not a popular statement for me to say, But if you're in an abusive relationship at all, it is not your fault to receive the abuse. It's the abuser's fault. And there's something within you, there was something within me that attracted what I was living in. What is it? It could be that I found out I have this fawning trauma behavior. There's fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. I didn't know about fawn. Fawn is make your enemy your friend. 90% of the population has some fawning behavior, be really, really nice when somebody gets mad at you or has a negative emotion, make them feel better, but when you do it to the extent that you're sacrificing yourself, you're actually a pretty big prey for other types of archetypes that could take advantage of that. So if you don't find out who you are that's attracting these things that are keeping you less than the highest version of yourself, not only for you, for any children or any, any friends around you, then you're missing that soul work mark. Yeah. So that's the first one. That's a long story. But that that's is good. a 10-week course, and I put it into an on-demand so you can literally go to my website, she, she-nes, S-H-E-Ness, N-E-S-S, she, Ness, your own unique version of she, she, Ness, she, Ness.com, she And you can get the on-demand right there, and it will take you step-by-step with worksheets and everything. And then the other piece that I'm really passionate about is this private work, this 101, um, and we have two options for that. And some people like to marry both. So one is a meeting on Zoom twice a month for the very busy person. And then you have unlimited access to me on WhatsApp. What happens in those? It's intuitive. So I follow your trail. I can't tell you exactly what's going to happen because it's different for different people. And not. And if you're not comfortable with me going into your energy space, that doesn't have to be a part of it. It can be at some points, and it's not even in every session because remember, I'm using all the modalities. I have many different modalities. So, we talk, we feel, we move, we journal, we do it. We do all of these modalities so that you can access um, the, the, the depths of the layers and just yeah. just get it out. So, we talk for 50 minutes twice a week on Zoom, and then unlimited access on WhatsApp. The last piece is a deep dive. And that's a one day experience for those people that are like, I just want it. Let's just frickin' do it. Let's just, you know, I've got 50 million things. I can't meet with you twice a month. I'm here, there, I'm everywhere. Okay. Take a day from 10 to eight. You're mine from 10 to eight. We are going and we're going on a journey and you're never going to be the same again when you leave.
1: That's amazing. So yeah. I want everybody to know I've personally experienced this. I've also uh, got clients of mine that have gone through with Roya and experienced it and they've got great results. I think you should check her out. And when we do check you out, Roya, what is the best way? I mean, you gave the website address, but what's the best way to get a hold of you directly? If you want to give that That's up? a great question. <laughs>
0: I would love for you just, if you can pop into Instagram and send me a private message and IG, uh, Or you can send an email through the website. We will find it that way as well. And And there's even a calendar link on the website. And there's a link in my Instagram page that you can book a complimentary uh, discovery call. I don't take on every client. (sighs) Not everyone is a fit. So we do a discovery call to have a conversation about
1: it. And it's Instagram she ness.
0: Oh, thank you for asking. It's Sheena's Tribe. They don't allow dashes. Okay. So it's S-H-E-N-E-S-S Tribe, T-R-I-B-E, Sheena's Tribe on Instagram. And uh, the website is she tribe Excellent.
1: Roya, thank you so much for taking time with us. And thank you for your work that you do. Um, thank you for what the impact you've made for me and my life. And I look forward to watching you uh, continue to roll out new programs and help thousands mm-hmm. of people in the coming decade. Let's go. All right. Let's all the, up level. Exactly. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Hey, Game Business family. If you enjoyed or received value out of this episode, please share it. Send it to a friend. See, so we don't pay for advertising on this podcast and are strictly word of mouth. And I would love the help to add value to as many business people as I can. Thanks a lot.